Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Every day can bring changes, challenges, and opportunities that can also change your personal or business financial goals and priorities. As a true partner, Sandy Spring Bank can make it all a bit easier. Someone who really listens, understands, and then creates solutions in hard times and good times. We'll always strive to be your advocate, today and every day. That's real banking for real life and real business. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash real. Member FDIC. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well, I, I got to tell you something, everybody. And this is great news for everybody. That um, I'll share something with your principle of becoming successful. At whatever level you choose, it can be successful in a relationship, Successful in the family. Success is maybe considered to you becoming a homeowner. It could be uh, being debt free. Your idea of success could be sixty thousand a year, fifty thousand a year, a hundred thousand dollars a year. Doesn't matter. 
if you're considering it, if you're wanting it, if you have a desire to become successful, I want to share with you the very beginning of that. If no one's ever done it, I'm, I'm going to say the beginning of it today. See, Scripture uh, makes it very clear for us that you don't, the only thing you need to become successful is already inside of you. It's not an external need. God wouldn't do that to you. He puts the core basis of everything you need inside of you. So if you discover it, if you tend to it, nurture it, fertilize it, and water it, it grows. It branches out. Then it reaches out externally and it starts grabbing things outside of there to make it even bigger, stronger, better, last longer. But in the very beginning, you don't need anything. It's all within you. And if you cultivate your relationship with God, it comes out, it flourishes. Now, let me tell you, that thing that I'm talking about is a God-given gift that he has given to all of us. We all possess it. It is all within us. Everybody has a gift. Had somebody told me what I know now, back then, I would have saved myself tons of mistakes. I just didn't know the principles. I had to learn them all. Well, one of the principles of becoming successful is your mindset. You got to get your mind right. Now, this mindset is simply a decision that you can make. I can't get it for you. I can tell you what to do, but you got to make the decision. You that's listening have to decide, you know what? I'm going to go on and get at it. I'm going to stop renting. I'm going to become a homeowner. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop living check to check. I'm 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 going to put a budget together. I'm going to stop stepping out on my family. I'm going to go home. I'm going to get it together. I'm going to stop using. You, when you make these decisions, that's correcting your mindset. Now, the closer connection you have with God, the more help you get sustaining the mindset. How many times have you started to do something and you stopped? How many resolutions have you made at the new year and stopped by February? Over with by mid-January, done in March. Because if you don't have a clear connection with your creator, to help you carry out the other force out there, that evil force is designed to get you not to reach your goals, get you not to come to resolution with whatever the resolutions are you made so he can, so you can consider yourself not worthy or a failure or unable to do something. But the more things you are able to accomplish, the greater your confidence goes, grows. So we got to get your mindset together. Your mindset is a decision that you have to make. When you make the decision, you can begin the process. Your mindset is also a will of yours, a will along with the decision, a will, a willingness to do right, a willingness to change, a willingness to be better. It's going to then cause you to have to make a decision to make a change of direction. Don't go where everybody else is going. You got to go your way now. You can't follow the crowd. You got to take a less travel path. You cannot do this without changing your direction. You can't keep hanging with the people you've been hanging with if you want to be different. Because they not. Then you have to develop an obligation to yourself. 
you've got to say, you know what, for me and my family, or if you don't have a family, for me, I owe it to myself. I have an obligation to myself to be the best me that I can possibly be, to be the best self that I can possibly be, to be the best father, the best man, the best husband, the best wife, the best mother, the best daughter, the best son, the best student, the best employee, the best owner. You have an obligation to yourself to to give yourself a shot at the best life you can. That's an obligation. You owe that to yourself. Why would you not live the best life that you possibly could? You have an obligation to yourself. Why would you cheat yourself like that? Why would you take yourself and never allow yourself to see the goodness that's already in you, to have the abundance that's been promised to you, to go and explore all the riches out there that's available to you. And but, but, but one of the worst ways that you can rob yourself of the joy of your obligation is to keep comparing yourself to somebody else because guess what, man? That ain't your life. You ain't Jay-Z and Beyonce. You, you're, not, you're not Oprah and Stedman. You, that's not who you are. Quit looking around at everybody else. That comparison of everybody else will keep you broken. It'll keep you unhappy. You won't even be able to be grateful for what you have because you're steady talking about what you don't have. That's not the way, man. You have an obligation to yourself to be the best you you can be, not the best them. You're not them. Stop trying to be them. Be the best you. It's cool. You, you got a nice little house. That's cool. You know how many big houses is empty and filled with hate and resentment? I'd rather have a smaller house filled with joy in it than to go to a big house. Man, Prince got a line in the song that says, I realized in his best disguise, a pretty house don't make a home. Man, don't you know I know how true that is. So I'm just trying to tell you. Now, another part of the mindset is taking dead aim at your life's goals and ambitions. What are they? What are your goals and your visions? What do you see for yourself? What do you dream about? If you knew you couldn't fail at whatever it is you were attempting, what would you go attempt? See, that's what we need to be after. It's a mindset, y'all. It's a decision. It's a will. It's a change of direction. It's an obligation to yourself. It's taking dead aim at your life's visions and goals. Come on, man. You got to get your mind wrapped around this thing. You owe it to yourself to live the best life you can be. Come on, man. Talk to God. God got something for you. You just got to check in with him. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle, too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, Work and workout, I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex. FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. 
And, you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. Ladies, Gentlemen, boys and girls, circus trainers, animals of all kind, animal <laughs> lovers, especially people who love animals, but people who don't place animals above humans, those people too. I want the animal lovers that place animals on an equal scale as humans, and I want the humans who, who do not treat animals as though they are human. So that'll cover everybody. Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> this what it is. Look at him. Look at him. Shirley Strawberry. Yeah. Look at him. <laughs> Hello, Steve Harvey. Good yeah. morning to you. Happy Tuesday. Yeah. Carl is out today, Junior. Morning, everybody. Morning, everybody. Hey. And fool number one. Yes, sir. In the building, baby. Let's get it. Let's get it cracked. Still broadcasting live from Cairo, Egypt. It's uh, it's it's. I mean, the pyramids are here. What what an amazing thing. Uh, Marjorie went to see him today. I of course was working. Uh, Marjorie mm-hmm. is living her best life, and uh, mm. I'm paying. Okay. For that. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah her and the kids we and the grandkids her, grand. have the best life, <laughs> and I finance the best life. That's my job. <laughs> But you know yes. what's crazy, man? It's Nothing's actually wrong with anything you just said. <laughs> no, uh-huh. it's very fulfilling for me when I look and I see the people that can benefit from it. The whole goal right. was to be able to provide for my family. And for those men out there who are providing for your families. Matter of fact, today's show is dedicated to all the men out there that's providing for their families, for their children, at whatever level it is. If you are providing and sustaining like that. the lives of people around you, your children, your girl, your mom, your dad, any relatives, anybody you supporting. This show is dedicated to those men, married, unmarried. Go. Yeah. This show, go. and at whatever level you are, you ain't got to be in Cairo to be a man. That that's not the measure of manhood. Now, all, most all men are we on the same level. It's just mm-hmm. different circumstances. Mm-hmm. But it ain't got nothing to do with your manhood, though. You can believe that. My greatest friends ain't mm-hmm. got that much money. <laughs> but I'm one. telling you what, though. <laughs> if something yeah. pop off, that's them the ones I want. I don't want none of the dudes yeah. I know that got money. I want all <laughs> my poor friends. Because them the ones, yeah. them boys right there, yeah. They go hard in the paint. <laughs> Dog, Manny Calhoun, Man. Butch Meadow, Al Brown. Ricardo Prude, the legendary Biggie Wig, Froggy, Tommy Cameron, Rico, Chico, Walt, Marvelous Marvin, Spado, all them boys, all <laughs> members of the Dirty Four. Mm. The Dirty Four, Brutus, Buzzy, Marvelous, and Wonderlove, the damn Dirty Four. Boy, that's who I go to war with. Them damn, damn dirty folk, boy. All right, Steve. 
Coming up 32 minutes after the hour. That's just what we did. It sounds like I got some really sad news, Tommy, for you. All right. uh, We'll be back to talk about it right after this at 32 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with our national news and entertainment news. We'll talk about what Super Tuesday means for us. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Law and order, Shirley. Law and order. Mm. Let's okay. go. Come what on, Kat. Good morning, Benjamin. Law and Associates Office. Hey, how you doing? Um, I'm trying to speak to the lawyer, Mr. Benjamin. Is he in? He's not in, sir, but I can help you. Um, I can get all your information um, and also get your actual complaint at hand, and then I can get you scheduled. Okay, what's your name? My name is Joelle. What's your name? Jo- Joelle. My name is Dwight. Dwight Turner. I'm Dwight trying Turner. To, uh, I'm trying to file file a uh, a lawsuit on somebody. I ain't never done this before, but I'm trying to file a lawsuit on somebody, and I don't know. Well, you know, everybody tell me Ben's a good attorney or whatever. So I wanted to yes, call sir. and talk to him and see how I'm supposed to go about this right here. Okay. Well, can I get all your information and then I can get you scheduled? He's not in the office right now. Okay. But okay. I can help so you. Is, he, is he coming back today though? Am I gonna be able to talk to him today? I'm not sure. He he's in court all day. And I'm pretty much his so, everything. So so when am I going to get to talk to him then? He's pretty good on getting back to you. He will get back to you probably, probably tomorrow. But okay. it's actually better to schedule as the only way you can meet with him and you'll actually meet with him face-to-face. The consultation is free. You can sit down with him and have that one-on-one and explain everything that's going on. So what you what you need what you need from me? Because I want to come see him tomorrow if I can get on his schedule tomorrow. I need your full name, your date of birth, and your address. My name's my name Dwight Okay, my my day to birth. Okay. Hold on, let me ask you. Let's skip all that. Can you just take down what's going on with the whole situation that's well, at sir, hand? Can, can I... we get? Well, I'll give you all that all that other stuff later. I want you to write down what's going on first, because that's what's bothering me. I need to get this off my chest. And what is the actual complaint? What is what's going on? I want to file a lawsuit on my girlfriend's okay. husband. Excuse me. I want to file. I want to file a lawsuit on my girlfriend's husband. Are they still together? Are they still married? Yeah. They, I'm trying to understand. They, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. No, they still married. They together and everything. You know, that don't bother me right there. But I want to file a lawsuit on him, though. So you're her boyfriend. She's still married. They live yeah. together. They're, still, they're not legally separated, nothing yeah, like no, that. No, they live together. They got kids, and, all that. You know, I, I ain't tripping on that part right there. But I'm So you're her boyfriend? Yeah. Okay, and you want to sue her husband for what? For for messing up our relationship, for getting in the middle of what me and her got going on. Sorry, you know? sorry that's not a crime. That's not grounds for a lawsuit. Hello? I, 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 he, he, he messed up everything we got going on. You know, now he's taking the phone from her. He's he, he taking my name out of it. You know, he... he okay. And when I send a text message, he answering the text message sorry, back. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry that you. I'm sorry that's all going on, but that's not suitable for our type of law. We don't handle any cases like that. Infidelity, which it sounds like what's going on, that's not grounds for a lawsuit. We don't address that type of thing. Okay, so what, what you talking about? Infidelity. Look, I, I don't know where you're, you're sleeping with a married. Is. You're sleeping with a married woman, and you have a relationship with her, and you want to sue her current. Legal husband, yes, or messing up your relationship. Actually, you're the actual outsider. You're the actual person that's in the wrong. If you want to make a complaint, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's your name again? 
I told you it's Joel, sir. Hey, hey, Joel, ain't nobody asked you for your phone opinion. I, really? I, I called... I call the there's no, there's no need for cursing. Hello? Hello? There's no need for cursing. I cannot help you. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I, I, I don't I even know how to refer call, you to I another lawyer. I ain't for your help no way. I call I, speak yo, to Benjamin Lewis. Yo. Sir, I don't even know how to get you to another lawyer. There's no lawyer that's not going to do this. Please, don't call me with this. I want to speak to the You trying to take me out of my pocket, man. You cursing. Don't curse you. I ain't trying to take you out. You call me by somebody's husband? Are you serious? Hey, hey, first of all, first of all, your job is to take the notes down. No, my job is to have some common sense. Notes. My job, you are an old ass man, a married, a, a married woman. You need to have common sense. Who do you think you're talking to? I know, Joel. That's who you're talking to. Uh, no, do not curse me. Do not curse me. I cannot take this call, sir. Sir, I don't want to hang up on you, and I don't want to misrepresent this law office. Let me tell okay. you something. Let me tell, tell you, you what. Something. No, let me, let me tell, tell you, something, right you something. Have some morals and know what lawsuits are. Don't call me with this dumb <laughs> sir. For real. Let me tell you. Like, you, know, you know what? You, look, let me I tell don't you know what. I don't even know. You, I don't even know nothing. You lucky ain't nobody in this office. You lucky ain't nobody in this office. Got me cursed off and languages and shit. I don't even know you. Okay, let me tell you something. Sir, I'm about to hang up. You're going to make me come to that law office and whoop some ass. To whoop who ass? Sweetheart, I got seven brothers. They will f you up. All f***ing seven. One through seven. Whoop that Okay, let me, let me, let me go. Okay, what? Yo, me, sir, I'm, go take care of your kids. Go find some a woman who, who's unattached. You ain't got to my kids in this. Yo. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to save you need, my you need, you need counseling, sir. I'm trying to counseling. save my relationship. That's what I'm trying to do. You got me cursing and mentioning the pastor all at once. Please, do not call here ever no, again. No, I, I, I ain't, ain't going to stop till I talk to Benjamin. I wish, to my, I so wish you, Mr. Benjamin was in here because he will let you know. He do not take cases like that okay, at all. So let me Listen, ask you, can I ask you a question? Sir, you cannot sue for infidelity. You cannot sue. Okay. You can't you can't. Let me ask you, let me ask you How long you your ass been working now? Excuse how long me? Your, how long you been working? Me. How long you been cheating with the woman? Know your man with your old ass. That ain't your business. Now, I've been working here for 10 years. Keep a job longer than your black ass. Okay, okay. I know what this damn law office sir, is. Okay. Sir, you, 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 you wasting you, your time. You, you, you are completely, right you're you wasting you, your time you, you, and you're you wasting my time. time. You know what? This, this is what I already know about you, Joy. I already know about you. How you know me? You don't know shit about me. I know you. You don't know a damn thing about me. I know about your raggedy ass. You ain't people with fucking women who got fucking husbands. I know you go to boot Somebody camp every morning. You want to sue the man. He should whoop your I go, where? Excuse me? You go to boot camp every morning, don't you? Excuse me? Don't you go boot to, don't camp. you work out? Don't you work out with a boot camp group every morning? Who the f*** is this? Uh, do, don't get don't, silent now. Who is this? How okay. you know I'm going to a boot camp? Do you know Vetta? Excuse me? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning oh Show. Your girlfriend oh. Vetta got me to prank <laughs> on call you. You're about to get me fired.
You got to give it to me, baby. It's 2020, darling. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Tommy Nephew, Nephew Tommy, Steve Harvey <laughs> in the morning show. I love y'all for the last 40 years of my life. I love y'all. Yo, I can't believe this. <laughs> there you have it. Law and order, baby. Yeah. I'm not laughing. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. You well, are the king of pranks, so I will give you that. I ain't going to lie to you, boy. I fell over. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> take us Coming home. Up at the t- I'm trying to. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have entertainment news and our national news update with Miss Ann Tripp right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, Talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. All right, so Steve, uh, you huh? must have some sort of crystal ball here because uh, Pete Buttigieg has dropped out of the race for the Democratic presidential go. nomination. Here we go. Although mm-hmm. he scored a narrow victory in the Iowa caucuses and came in second in the New Hampshire primary, Buttigieg did poorly in Nevada on February 22nd and this past Saturday in South Carolina, making it highly unlikely that he could get the nomination. Of course, Donald Trump couldn't wait to tweet his opinion on Buttigieg calling it quits. He thinks uh, it's a political move to help Joe Biden take on Bernie Sanders. Uh, the president treated, uh, tweeted, Pete Buttigieg is O-U-T, all caps. Uh, all of this, all of his Super Tuesday votes will go to sleepy Joe Biden. Great timing. He continues, this is the wow. real beginning of the Dems taking Bernie out of play. No nomination again. Meanwhile, Amy Klobuchar, Steve, is also out. She says she's going to endorse uh, Joe Biden. Billionaire Tom Steyer, as we told you yesterday, also withdrew from the race over the weekend. There you go. Oh, See, Steyer withdrew. So, uh, yeah. Okay, can we, let's were, start. Then there were three. Back there were three. when we were doing our first, all these people talking about running. Corey all Buckle. these mm-hmm. people that's out, mm-hmm. I told mm-hmm. you they was going to be out. I've been saying this from day one. I've never waited. Amy finally went on and got out. Pete Uh went on and got out. Now, Donald Trump, now I want y'all to listen to what he's doing. Oh, this is a move to sway votes over to Sleepy Joe because he's afraid and take votes away from Bernie Sanders. He wants to run against Bernie Sanders. Yeah, he does. It's an easy sell for him. 
because right. a lot of moderate Democrats don't want to be thought of voting for a person that's labeled and proclaimed mm-hmm. socialist. So moderate right. Democrats wouldn't go to the polls to support that and might even go over to him. But mm. if, if for mm-hmm. every person that don't go to the polls, you've cast a vote for Donald Trump. For Donald Trump. That's right. See, that's right. because, listen, everybody knows how important the black vote is. When are we going to understand how important our vote is? We that's have got right there, to get ourselves Say together. that again, yeah. Steve. Yeah. That's say, say that again. Everybody yeah. knows how important our vote is. When are we going to understand the importance of our vote? Everybody values it. They are, They come to our churches to get it. Mm-hmm. You don't see them at the church mm-hmm. until it's time for this vote. Hello. That's how you know. Biden's sitting primary up at a church election. the day after the primary. The day after Biden said, ain't been to church all year. <laughs> Not no black church. They don't come to black churches until it's time to get an election. And then they sit in their pulpit and sway off beat and don't know mm. none of the songs. Be patting their foot. Don't know what them black people sing about. Yeah. <laughs> Just be looking. Like they ain't never heard it. Songs. Hey, do you have a hymn book? No, we don't. <laughs> we just know these jams. We Follow wrote along, them. At my church, my church yeah. we have hymnals. <laughs> so, so, you know. All right, so we got mm-hmm. we, we've Biden, got Bloomberg, to, Warren Sanders now. Mm-hmm. Now, now, listen. Elizabeth need to come on. I keep telling, I've been telling y'all, y'all, Steve, don't say that, don't say that. She not finna be president. Elizabeth Warren has never had a chance at the White House, not in reality. Now, we down to reality now. <sighs> I would like she a got woman. to come up. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's not about her being a woman or anything. She's yeah. just not the person for the White House. Ain't nobody putting nobody in the White House wear earth shoes. All right, uh, it's Super Tuesday. We're going to check we in with Miss Ann shoes, now, Steve. Dog. Let's go. Let's yeah, we can go. get some yeah. more shoes. Where your heels at? Get a skirt on. All these pants suits. Take us to Miss Ann, Steve. They ain't even night like St. John. Give me something. My mom-in-law wears St. John every Sunday. I got my St. John laid out for tomorrow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Trill. Okay, here I am in my earth shoes. This is Antrip with the news. President Trump says he doesn't think the situation is serious enough, they're talking about coronavirus, for him to issue an emergency declaration to deal with the deadly virus. I don't think you'll need that because I really think we're in, you know, extremely good shape. Uh, we're prepared for anything, and we could always do that at a later date if we need it, but I don't think we need that. But the president says his administration is considering further travel restrictions. By the way, Trump met with the heads of some pharmaceutical companies yesterday, and discussions reportedly included the possible development of a COVID-19, that's the coronavirus, COVID-19 vaccine, whether certain therapeutic drugs that could be used to treat it, and how to deal with the supply chain disruptions already caused by the outbreak of this disease. At last look, the overall U.S death toll from the coronavirus has risen to six, all of them in Washington state. Four of those elderly residents in the same nursing home, and doctors say they all had other health conditions. And then there were five, Mike Bloomberg, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Hawaii Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard, and former Vice President Joe Biden, who goes into today's Super Tuesday balloting, minus billionaire Tom Steyer and Pete Buttigieg, who dropped out of the race over the weekend, and Amy Klobuchar, who ended her campaign yesterday. Uh, Now she and former South Bend, Indiana, Mayor throwing their support to Mr. Biden. 
Uh, today, 14 states and one territory make their primary choices known, with more than a third of the delegates up for grabs today. That's why it's called Super Tuesday. California and Texas will deliver the largest number of the delegates. And now a former presidential hopeful, former Texas Congressman Beto O'Rourke, has thrown his endorsement to Joe Biden. In reacting to all this, Sanders initially gave his typical type of response. He didn't expect support from the, quote, establishment. However, during his speech later yesterday in St. Paul, Sanders toned his remarks down, way down. I know that there are political differences, but I also know that virtually all of Amy's support and Pete's support understand that we have got to move toward a government which believes in justice, not greed. And he invited the voters to join his effort. The Supreme Court has turned down an appeal of the federal ban on so-called bump stocks, the devices that convert semi-automatic rifles to fire more rapidly. And finally, today is Adopt a Guinea Pig Day. We like to play That's right. Now back we to the like Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Michael Bloomberg's controversial past with minorities and people of color was clear on Sunday when he spoke at Brown Chapel AME Church in Selma, Alabama. Uh, members of the congregation turned their back on him in protest. Bloomberg was in Alabama with other Democratic candidates to commemorate the 55th anniversary of Bloody Sunday, when hundreds of civil rights marchers were brutally beaten uh, during a demonstration. When Bloomberg stepped to the podium to deliver his remarks, a handful of people stood up and turned their backs. It was done Whoa. in silence, and they sat down oh, when he finished. Now, Steve, you're going to love this reverend's name. Uh, reverend Leotis Strong <laughs> Come on. Uh, commented. Come on, <laughs> Reverend Leotis <laughs> Strong commented that he thought it was important for Mike Bloomberg to show up and to speak and for people to hear him out on how he's changed. Uh, clearly, not everyone, not everyone felt the same way. So there you go. Mm. And well, it's you know, look. that it, it's still an uphill battle for him with a lot of with yeah. a lot of uh, African Americans and blacks. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand African Americans that feel that way. Some people are not forgiving what yeah. you did or said in the past. I got it. Now let me say this: Who are we going to forgive? See, th- th- this is what I'm, and I'm not saying you're wrong for the protest. I'm not saying that at all. So well, don't nobody give somebody though. You can do that. Mm-hmm. But who are we going to forgive? Donald Trump is president. Do you know the things he said and done? Do you know the bill that Joe Biden was a part of that sent so many black people to prison? Do you understand what Bernie Sanders did not sign up for? Do you know what Bill Clinton did that sent so many blacks to prison? And it was time around, you was finna vote for his wife. Look, man. As black people, we've had to forgive, boy, since we've been here. Over technically, and have been doing it, yeah. Because of 400 years of slavery, look, man, I understand the penalty that uh, Bloomberg is paying for his past transgressions. Uh, we all got them, but if you go back over everything Joe has said, everything Bernie mm-hmm. has said, if you go back everything, we won't have a candidate. We just not gonna have one. I'm telling you, man, it's just we gotta get we gotta get to some point, and we gotta hear them get to who we gonna pick right now. Oh, I'm telling you right now, if you don't get it together, Donald Trump will be president again. Period. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, Steve, we're moving on. 
Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to get some relationship advice from the one and only Steve Harvey. We call him the CLO, the Chief Love <laughs> Officer. Uh, oh, uh, young female listener, Steve. Yeah. You Go got ahead. a mixed Wrong up. Wrong voice. I was anticipating something. Go <laughs> yeah. ahead. Uncle Steve is here. So, Steve, a young female listener has some great questions for you, and we'll talk about it right after this. No problem. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve, CLO, Chief Love Officer. This young lady's name is Kara L. Kara L. She's out of Atlanta, and she sent in an email to Steve Harvey FM. Okay. Uh, no, she didn't mention her age, but by the questions, perhaps you can tell. She said, Steve, this is what I would like to ask Mr. Harvey, uh, because I don't know what's going on with me and my ex-boyfriend. Number one, Steve, do men have serious conversations with women that they don't really care about or just want to sleep with? That's her first do question. They, do you want to deal with that? Do serious conversations with women with that the they women don't care about? Or just want to or sleep what? with? Mm-hmm. Or just yeah. want to sleep with? Yeah, men have serious conversations with women that they don't care about? Yes. Yeah, man can have How a serious conversation. How you think we're sleep with you if we don't have this conversation? With, right. <laughs> and do, women, do they have serious CLO? conversations with women that they just want to sleep with? Yes. That's the most serious conversation you're going to have. Hello. I, my whole heart is open. <laughs> That's to a you big one. Because I'm trying to sleep with you. There is no limits to that. Yeah. So, yes, men have conversations with women that they don't care about. We, you can have a friend. And you will have serious conversations with women that you just want to sleep with. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very serious. She's young, Steve. She I love you. Age, but yeah. No, I love you. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And been doing yeah. five minutes. Well, that's pretty Say serious right there. Say that's what you Ooh, girl, need. He to said hear. he loved me. Yeah. Ooh. Girl. Ooh, girl. He said he loved me. And in I the middle you. of it, you can get he it all me. the whole time in this session. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Can get it all up. Yeah. I love Bro, you. Do you know what I we have said wait. in the session? No. Can't what? wait for you to get out of here. Yeah. How do men? just up and leave after a long, serious relationship? Because men don't do closure. Men do not need closure. It's over. Women need closure. Most men don't. We can just up and leave because this is it. So the best way to get over you is with another you. Hello. Yes. Now, that doesn't mean he ain't somewhere hurting and bleeding on the inside. He can be internally bleeding. Oh, he can be crushed. He can be jacked up. But if if we moving on, we moving on. Because to go back and talk to this with you is to bring up an old scab, and that's called closure. We're not going to do that. Well, she also had a question about closure, so I think you answered it. She said, you say uh, men do not give closure, and she wants to know why don't men give closure. For what? It's over. It's over. The reason men don't give closure (laughs) is because it's over. Man. The how you know, come and the know. why not is going to take us into a deeper level of conversation. We don't need to have. I don't want you no right. more. But why? Not- See, now, now you finna get your feelings And Ooh. you could possibly hurt my feelings. See? Mm-hmm. So, because once I tell you so what I really think, and then not. you tell me what you really think, now both of us sitting there hurt, and I ain't going to be able to take what you said. We not I, hurt you, my feelings. Yeah, you didn't have to tell me because no. I was small. You didn't have to say that to me. Oh. 
See, that's that right why we there. don't have closure. Yeah. You, you, I told you our the sex one wasn't question. good. And then you spun on me and said, it's because you small. Now, that's right there. That, see, that's why we not fit to do closure. I gave you closure. Because the sex ain't good. Well, the sex ain't good because you too small. God, dog. Hold up. Uh-huh. All right. And her last question for you, Steve, Chief Love Officer, uh-huh. is if a man leaves and keeps coming back, what does that mean? That means you are gullible and you allow him to return uh-huh. to the scene of the crime. We leave because we don't want you. We just wanted something from you. So yeah, if we keep coming good. back, it's because we just want what you got. We don't want yeah. you. We just want what you got. And if you gullible enough to let us keep coming back, then bam, you something wrong with you. If bam, you don't think that right, much bam. of yourself, then why should yeah. we? <laughs> Hello. Hey. Well, Come Kara, on, I hope officer. that answered your question. Wow. Steve Harvey, hope you better that tell your the question. truth, boy. Okay. I know I'm mm. telling the truth. Now, you may not like the truth, but it is the truth. Why? Right. That ain't right, right, Steve Harvey. I didn't say it was right. I said it was true. <laughs> All right, up next, nephew, <laughs> with the prank phone call for today, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, I need my wife to reinstate my hall pass. Wow. Uh, okay. Is uh, it expired or something? Yeah. You, <laughs> <laughs> are these black people? All right. <laughs> can't be. Can't be. I know good well. I ain't no hall pass. I ain't got one. And I know good hell well. I know not to bring it up. Right now, though, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Pecan tree, yeah. Shirley. Now, what is real that simple, about? That sounds harmless. It sounds Beep, harmless. Beep, yeah. yeah, I like pecans. Yeah, yeah. Everybody like pecans. Pecan tree. Let's go. Yeah. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach LC. Oh, this is him. Hey, my name is Marcus. My my mama them live next door to you. Uh, the Mister and Mrs. My mom and daddy live next door to you, and I was calling cause. Y'all got a pecan tree in the, in y'all backyard. I mean, right on the fence line, and and it keep you know pecans and stuff keep falling over into my mom and them yard. So I'm telling to see if y'all can do something, man, where y'all can pick up. I, I mean, my mom and them got a little older. You know, we've been picking them up for a long time. But I need somebody to like maybe you can cut the limbs back that's hanging over, so that they won't you know the the pecans won't be falling over into my mom and them yard. Because, you know, for them to be bending over like that, picking up them pecan, it's a lot of them. So, I, you know, Mr. I just wanted to holler at you and see if you don't mind maybe cutting the limbs back. Because even when we turn the lawnmower on and stuff, man, it just, you know, the pecans and stuff be coming out of the lawnmower just shooting all over the place. Well, first of all, my, my pecan tree is, is an old pecan tree, and uh, it, it's fought well. And uh, I, I can't see me cutting it for... Well, I mean, not, I mean I'm not saying cut the... no, you can't hire nobody to maintain your yard, but I mean, you is your mother. You can maintain your mother's yard. Sir, I, I I go by my mother's house, you know, every other day and check on them, but I don't have time to go in the back and pick up pecans and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you just it don't seem no more than like maybe four or five limbs that's hanging over there, but them four or five limbs, I mean, they they it's a lot of pecans falling off of there. But so it's if you shady. My pecan tree is shady. I goes back there. There's not no kind of nothing back there. 
Okay, okay, sir. Sir, I'm not cutting uh, my tree for no like that. Sir, listen. What I'm what I'm trying to get you to do is I'm not. I don't want you cutting your entire tree down. I just want you to cut a few limbs, sir. So you know those. That way, that those are the ones that are hanging over. It won't be you know the pecans won't be falling over into my mom's them yard, and 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 you know like I say they older now, man. They can't be bending over like that. So you know I'm 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 just coming to you as a man right now and asking you, will you please? Cut this down so these pecans can quit falling over my mom and them yard. Well, I'm asking you, all you can do is hire someone. Okay, someone, I know your mother don't cut your yard. Your no, it's, it's, a guy that, it, it's a guy that cuts the yard, but even when he cutting the yard, these pecans is flying out from underneath the yard. The lawnmower, they, they, sooner or later, we're going to be breaking windows over there. What kind of lawn person you have that don't pick up before they cut? That's some hey, dumb- why am I arguing with you about picking up stuff and all of this? I'm asking you to cut a funky little five limbs so these doggone pecans ain't uh, falling off my mama yard. You you want to cut? You, You're going to make me no, come over here and cut the whole... No, I will come cut the whole damn tree down. You ain't going to with my tree. I grew that tree from when I was a kid. And that tree going to stay in that yard as long as I stay there. Sir, look, I didn't ask you like a man to cut your little funky pecan tree down. Now, I, I ain't finna have... You know what? You know what? Guess what? you. You, you, you bad enough, you come cut it. I'm finna... Look, sir, I, I, tonight, today rather, this evening, we, it's either gonna be two things happening. Either you gonna cut these five limbs that I won't cut, or I'm finna cut, cut the whole damn pecan tree down. That's my tree, and then again, nobody gonna with my tree. I'm here right now. I'm you don't, here in my yard right now. Come on. Is you over there right now? Right now. I will bring my <laughs> right on back. You know what? How the you get my number in the way? Got I, your I, number. I got I it because it's the same. It's one address less than my mama's. You're going to cut this damn tree down. I'm waiting on them anyway. I, man, I ain't used my tree for seven in a long time any way. I've been waiting on them like you. You done lost your damn mind. You little young punk. I told you once and I told you twice. I'm old, you young. Don't do that. Fool, we. See, that's what's right down. there. You know what you can do? Tell your mama to make a pecan pie and bring me a piece. What you say about my mama? Tell her to make a pecan pie and come for me. Tell, tell my mama what? Make a pecan pie with the pecan. Make a pecan pie? I don't want no pecan pie. We don't even eat pecan pie. We so sick of these damn pecans you got falling over in the backyard. You got to do something about this, man. Now I'm trying to I'm trying not to hurt you, old man. I really am. Hurt me. Hurt me. Come on, hurt me. Ready for me? I'm on my I'm on my way. Is your outside? Is you outside? You know what I say, You know what I say. You know what I'm I'm here. I'm here. I'm 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 gonna be in your mama driveway. Do what you you get out. Me. You get out my mama driveway right now. Get out my mama driveway. I want to put me out. I'm put gonna. Me in you I'm get gonna... your you get your back in your driveway. You get out my mama driveway. Get out of it. You get out of my mama driveway. No. What you crying for now? I'm, I'm you get... Told you I'm here waiting on you. You get out of my mama, get out of my mama driveway. Baby, baby, go cook me something to eat, because I'm going to sit here. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Would you listen? You don't got a thing to say. I'm waiting at you at your mama house. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your brother. Man, I don't say this kind of man.
I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put my feet. Man, I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna milk them so bad. I, I, I don't play. I'm too old for this kind of. LC, do me a favor. First of all, get out them people yard. <laughs> Go back to your yard. <laughs> and you just gave me high blood pressure with this. Ain't nobody mad about your pecan tree. None of that. Ain't nobody finna cut it down. Ain't nobody tripping. You all right? Hell no, I got a headache now, man. That's <laughs> I be carrying my grandkids to school. Listen to this. this Man, y'all, boy, y'all, 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 boy, y'all, something else, man. I got one more question for you. Tell me what is the baddest radio station in the land, LC? The Steve Harvey Show. <laughs> there you have it. Question. Oh, sorry. Just, just, just stupid at its best. That's all I'm trying to do, y'all. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's all I'm trying to do. Oh, yeah. I don't mean no harm. Now, that's true no right harm. there. True statement okay. right there. When I go down here to uh, Dothan, stupid this sad. Following Sarah to Montgomery, okay. stupid some more. You understand what I'm saying? That's what I'm doing. I'm on a stupid tour, and I am the star of the tour. That's how it is. Okay? April right. 1st, Wednesday night, Arlington Improv. Stupid. Just real, real stupid. Now, here goes some people ain't never seen me be stupid before. First time there, Dayton, Ohio, Funny Bone, April 3rd and 4th. They ain't never seen stupid. So they have I'm no gonna send the bros down there to see you. Send the bros. Send them. I'm gonna send uh Curtis Hassel, okay. Marvelous Marvin. Come on. Ricky Spade Curry. C- come on, Ricky. And uh who else down there? Let me see. Well, oh, oh, one of the dirty folk. Who is that? Leon Brutus Adams. Come huh. on, Leon. April 3rd and 4th at the Funny Bone in Dayton, Ohio. Come on, Leon. Come there. How stupid you want me to be in front of your uh, dirty folk? Dog, How much can they these, handle? These are some of the ignorantest people. They've they been <laughs> ignorant way longer than you, Tommy. <laughs> Please don't challenge them to ignorance. <laughs> they say they've been ignorant a lot. Oh, oh no. dog. <laughs> Mm. I can tell you right now, they different. All right, nephew. Uh, <laughs> thank oh, you, geez. King of Pranks. Coming up, mm. strawberry letter for today. Subject, I need my wife to reinstate my hall pass. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend the one who wants a big new tv and boom suddenly the tv's on sale they drive around town and boom suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there it's a great feeling when things go your way and now at&t is giving everyone that i just lucked out feeling every day good things shouldn't only favor the few and at&t gets this So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, all. New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody. Whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Show. 
All right, guys, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and just click Submit Strawberry Letter. That's all you have to do. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you hear it. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, Tommy. Subject, I need my wife to reinstate my hall pass. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 28-year-old married man. I've been married for two years, and it's been a rocky two years so far. Right after I married my wife, she cheated on me with her ex-boyfriend. I suspected something was going on all along, and she finally did admit it to me. But she said she was drunk, and it only happened once. I forgave her, eventually, and we're still together. After it happened, my wife said she felt terrible, and she told me there was only one way to make things even. So she offered me a, quote, hall pass, which uh, allowed me to have sex with one person outside of our marriage. I didn't have to tell her who it was or when it happened. Just let her know after I'd used my hall pass. Once I forgave her, I had no intentions of cheating on her, and I let her know the proposal The proposal was crazy. Now, as time has gone by, I regret that I turned down my hall pass because I ran into an old friend from high school, and she looked better than she's ever looked. She works out now, and everything was right and tight on her body. Around the time I ran into my old classmate, my wife and I had been arguing a lot, and it was stressful at home. So I considered going to my wife to see if I could possibly get my hall pass reinstated. I told my classmate everything that was going on in my head, and she told me to think long and hard about it before I asked my wife. I just want one time with my classmate just to see what I've been missing all of these years. So my question to you is, should I do it and hope it never comes between my marriage? Or should I request a hall pass and let my wife know I want to get a little side action like she did? Okay, no and no. Uh, <laughs> and that should conclude my answer. But anyway, okay, you're, you're just begging, begging for trouble and, and asking for more problems in your already troubled marriage. You said you guys have been arguing uh, of late. The way I see it, you have you don't really have any options here. Um, not to use your hall pass that your wife offered to you before and not to tell her everything. Uh, no, you don't do that all right don't do that you said that you forgave her you guys had a clean slate and everything you just happened to run into this temptation called your old high school friend and that's all it is uh temptation you know try to fix your marriage okay try to fix it even though you guys have been even even though it's been what'd you say steve I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I'm so sorry. I oh. just said that ain't all it is, but go ahead. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, where was it? But anyway, yeah, you know, <clears throat> that don't don't take that option to go back and ask your wife for the hall pass. I mean, you really think after all this time she's going to say, go ahead and do it now? Just don't. I mean, she might. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. maybe the kind of marriage you guys have at 28. But don't do that, okay? Stay and try to fix what's wrong with your marriage right now. Uh, your, your wife cheated on you with her ex-boyfriend. She said she was drunk. You forgave her. Please try to fix that and move on. 
Get this girl out of your mind if you can. Don't keep trying thinking about her, trying to go back, doing all of that. Please don't do that, okay? You're going to cause yourself a world of problems. Uh, and it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Now, if you and your wife end up getting a divorce, then, you know, maybe you want to look up your old high school friend. But right now, I say let it go. Steve? Ooh, this is a good letter. This is a tough one. <laughs> this 28-year-old young man, I'm going to try to talk to you like you my son because I got 28-year-old boy. So I'm going to try. But I'm, I want you all to understand before I read this letter and dissect it, um, mm-hmm. I'm a grown man, and all my advice is not perfect. Some of this is for comedy, and some of it is, well, it's just a damn letter. He been married for two years. He's rocky. Right after he got married, his wife cheated on him with her ex-boyfriend. So then he said, I suspected something was going on all along, and she finally admitted to me, but she said she was drunk, and it only happened once. This over with now. There's no need for no letter because you ain't planning on quit drinking, are you? So all this got, it could happen again. Written up. Well, you know, she said she was sorry and it only happened once she was drunk. Well, she ain't went to Alcoholics Anonymous or nothing. So if you ain't going to quit <laughs> drinking, this has the potential of it could happen all over again. Now, I'm not mad <laughs> nobody because they get drunk, they go have sex with somebody. We, we, we got to get out of this marriage now because last time I checked, they sell alcohol everywhere. Mm. So now I'm married to a person that can't pass nothing without passing out something. If you can't pass a bar without passing out something, girl, this marriage can't work. So now, me and you through anyway. I forgave her eventually, and we're still together. After it happened, my wife said she felt terrible, and she told me that the only way to make things even, she offered me a hall pass which allowed me to have sex with one person outside our marriage. I didn't have to tell her who it was or when it happened. Just let her know after I had used my hall pass. Boy, if this wasn't an opportunity for you to capitalize and never mention the damn hall pass. Right. Hold on, Steve. Uh, We'll have... Yeah, we'll have part two of your Ooh, boy, response geez. coming up. What kind of marriage? At 23 minutes after. I've never been offered a damn hall pass. I'm a real <laughs> I just I'm got caught in the damn hall. I ain't have pass or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Subject today, I need my wife to reinstate my hall pass. We'll be back at 23 minutes after the hour to get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter and uh, wrap up part two of your response. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, this 28-year-old dude, married. Two years, been rocky. Found out his wife cheated on her with her ex-boyfriend. You know, she said it only happened once. He was drunk. I don't like that excuse. I was drunk. That's why it happened. Mm-hmm. Seeing as how they uh, continue to sell alcohol worldwide, damn near. Worldwide, I don't see how this so, can't happen so, again. So you can't. Yeah, I don't know where she can go. Well, I ain't serving no alcohol. Rockingham, North Carolina was a dry county. But even if you drove 10 miles, you could get drunk over there and drive back home and screw the gas station attendant. So I'm not real secure with her, but you forgave her. And so she decided to make things even to give you a hall pass which allows this dude to have sex with one person 
outside their marriage. He didn't, she didn't, he told her, you don't have to tell me who it was or when it happened. Just let her know after I had used my hall pass. Now, he said, once I forgave her, I had no intentions of cheating on her, and I let her know that the proposal was crazy. I ain't going to judge you. I think Mm -hmm. that's a noble thing to do, young man. You want to be in a committed marriage. Two wrongs don't make a right. That was a wonderfully adult decision that you made. Far ahead of my years at 28. Me too. I'm just going to say that. Still there now. I had never heard of a hall pass, nor has any one ever given me a hall pass. I ain't had a girlfriend with a hall pass. Now, not to say I wasn't out in the hall. I've been out in the hall. Hall monitors stopping me, everything. Polaroids, everything. But that's you. Now, as time has gone by, I regret that I turned down the hall pass because I ran into an old friend from high school and she looked better than she ever looked. She work out now and everything was right and tight on her body. Around the time I ran into my old classmate, my wife and I had been arguing a lot and was stressful at home. Well, son, <laughs> she, she gave What? What? She what, Steve? She gave you a pass. What are you saying? The, you, she gave you a pass. You had, <laughs> you had the pass. I didn't. Anyway, uh, and so now I've considered going to my wife. Here what a letter get real damn dumb. Yeah. It's been <laughs> stupid, but now we entered into dumbdom. So I considered <laughs> going to my wife to see if I could possibly get my hall pass reinstated. What? <laughs> what? What did your dumb ass just say? <laughs> what? You're finna... What did you say? You finna go to your wife, a woman. You finna go to a female. Tell her that her proposal was crazy. Come back after you ran up into an old classmate. And you're going to ask her to reconsider reinstating your hall pass. Let me ask you something. How do you imagine this going down? Tell me how you introduce this concept to your wife. Okay, now, after you get out the hospital, what I want you to do is, I want you to then think about how Uncle Steve Steve told your dumb ass not to say that. Boy, you cannot go in there with your stupid ass and say that. Listen to me. Anyway, the original hall pass was a trap. And you played the right thing by saying this proposal is crazy. That was the perfect response. But all being said, if you was going to do it, you should have took your hall pass. And then just said, I just told you it was a crazy ass proposal. But I took the pass. And then you'd have been clear. But now you're going to go back and ask to reinstate it? Now, here's what your dumbass did. <laughs> you went back to your classmate and, and, and told her what was going on in your head. And your classmate told you to think long and hard about it before I asked my wife. Hold up, do You went to the woman that you want to cheat with and asked her that you... Should I ask my wife, can I have a hall pass to cheat with you? 
Dog, I'm make this statement right here. You ain't got no daddy. Yeah. You, you, there's, there's no way you have a daddy. There's no way. You you was raised without a father. I'm going to just say that. So let, let Uncle Steve help you out. Hey, dog, quit talking to your new classmate potential uh, mistress about your wife. That's rule number one. Secondly, don't go in there and ask your wife to reinstate no damn hall pass. Now, Shirley said, get the girl out your mind. That's impossible. How do you get temptation? No, Shirley, you can't try to get somebody out your mind. That ain't how it works. Because you can't control your mind with what comes in it. You control how you process it, but you can't stop the sin and the temptation from entering your mind. He's 28 years old. He in trouble. He He finna sleep with this girl. Oh, yeah. I didn't slept with it. I right. ain't not in my mind. I was all... <laughs> what? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Listen, uh, we're going to come back with part three of this strawberry letter today. It's a good one. Subject, I need my wife to reinstate my hall pass. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you had part three of today's strawberry letter. Oh, the subject, man. I need my wife to reinstate my hall pass. Let's recap. Now, Shirley, this letter was a 28-year-old dude that was married. His wife cheated on him. Mm -hmm. Uh, He forgave her, but she felt bad about it and so said to even it up, she gave the dude a hall pass. He told her he wasn't interested in a hall pass. He thought that proposal was crazy because he didn't want to cheat on his wife. So then uh, he regretted he turned it down because he ran up into an old friend from high school and she was looking better than ever. She worked out now. Everything was right and tight on her body. And around the time that he ran up into her, him and his girl had been arguing a lot and stressful at home. So here was his dilemma. I've considered going to my wife to see if I could possibly get my hall pass reinstated. Mm Mm-hmm. Boy, what? And I told him before the break, you cannot do that. You cannot do that. But then it got dumber. He said, and I told my classmate, the woman that he want to sleep with, he told his classmate, the chick that he ran up into with the banging body, that everything that was going on in my head, and she told me to think long and hard about it before I asked my wife, hey, fool, hey, fool. You gonna go to your wife and ask her, can she reinstate the hall pass? And you didn't ask the girl, the potential mistress that you gonna sleep with, what her opinion is, and she tells you to think long and hard about it. So my question to you is, should I do it? No, you cannot discuss your wife with a chick that you talking to on the side. That's how all affairs start. No, oh, you don't stupid. ever, listen to me, God. you don't ever talk about your wife to another human being. Your wife is off limit to the opinion of other people. Now, dog, if you go to your boy and go, man, my girl at the house tripping, that's one thing. But that's you good. don't go to no woman yeah. and talk about your wife to a woman? Are you, dog, you, that, you breaking the rules, son. Now, you stop this. Now, Shirley said, get this out your mind. That's not going to happen. Oh, we gonna have it's gonna happen. Though. The sex right, gonna Steve. happen. That's now gonna he happen. got another problem. It's just how he gonna play this because he finna have sex with this girl, Shirley. It don't matter what the hell we say. Oh, 
Yeah. He gone. He we gone. We self-control, guys. We do have self-control. We got right, control. You can leave your comments on today's letter on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM and check out the Strawberry Letter We have control. On he don't have control. He's 28. God. Coming up in 10 minutes, we'll um, two we'll people do a bunch of stuff. We'll talk, about tr- we'll talk about trending headlines. <laughs> and guess what? It's still Super Tuesday. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals restrictions apply. Well, only days after turning 18 years old and becoming a legal adult, the youngest son of Michael Jackson bought a six-bedroom starter home. Did you hear me? Starter home. Uh, Prince Michael Jackson paid $2.6 million for his new home. That's because Michael Broken don't have no money. Everybody that keeps saying that. <laughs> All the starter homes I know is two bedrooms. Man, where you get that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Six. <laughs> right. This is his starter home now. $2.6 million. Mm. He 18. What was your first, oh. what was your starter home like, Steve? My, my first home, my, I, I was on TV before I bought my first home. My very first oh, okay. home. Well, let's go. Well, go well I mean, my very starter first. Apartment. Start apartment. Yeah. $185 <laughs> a month. And I was late it was every late. first. And was that late. That $5 a day was choking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I turned my paper my rent and it went up to $195. Uh-huh. I, then the second apartment I got was $215 a month. Woo! <laughs> that killed you. Now, when I was working at Ford Motor Company, I had money. Mm-hmm. My apartment was, uh, I think my apartment was two sixty a month. But I was oh, balling wow. at Ford Motor Company. But after after I got came out of homelessness, my first apartment uh-huh. was one eighty five. Second one was two fifteen. I never paid my rent on the first. Uh-huh. Ever, because <laughs> you you had to go make the money, right? Yeah, I was hustling, man. So when the on, deep, comedy up. dates didn't fall right, I got to get back home. Five dollars, yeah, per late day. Good Ooh. lord! I give anything. <laughs> on the one eighty five, two fifteen, right now, boy. What? What are you t- really? So, what? Steve, th- is this the apartment where you really had, like, the love beads or whatever you called them, it, where you really had it decorated nicely? You no, the love beads the was the one I stayed upstairs at my mama's house. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Describe yeah, that one I, again, because that one. That's when I first flunked out of college, and I asked my daddy could I stay at the house for six months, because he had told me not to come back home. Because once you leave his house, After you can't you come back. So I got a job right mm-hmm. at Ford Motor Company. I told him, can I stay here six months? He said, yeah. In six months, you got to be gone now, because ain't but one king of this mm-hmm. castle. Okay, cool. So I had an <laughs> attic. So I split my attic in half. I had the closet, mm-hmm. but it had all the Christmas stuff in it. It was a walk-in, but not really. And it had all the Christmas stuff <laughs> in it because it was part of the attic. Yeah. And all my, my clothes always smelled like mothballs, but didn't nobody ever, you know, I never had moths on none of my clothes. And so uh-huh. I made half of my bedroom chocolate brown and the other half shag now. I bought the latest, shag. Half my bedroom okay. was chocolate brown and the other half was orange with brown specks in it, boy. And then where the Ooh. carpet divided that, I hung mm. up. Mm-hmm. Brown, tan, cream, and gold beads. Beads. <laughs> you know, so you I had to part them to go over there TV. to the living room that I had a Sears love seat on the wall for mm-hmm. $285. <laughs> that was my first credit card from Sears. Had a $285 love seat, and I had a hot, mm-hmm. stolen $300 Radio Shack <laughs> sound system that cost $2,000. Bought it hot. What? For $300. Uh-huh. Yeah, for $300. Bought <laughs> it four. hot. Tower speakers and everything mm-hmm. from Radio uh-huh. Shack. $2,000. Got it for $300. Had a eight track, a, 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 a cassette, and a turntable. Mm. Pimp, That's I could everything. play anything that came. I don't care what, what format you in. And this was before there was formats. Yeah. And them beads divided my room. And I had a director's chair for $29 that I ordered at Sears that you had to wait for two weeks to get. And it came, my name was on the back of it, Steve. It was a white director's chair with chocolate brown uh, seating on it. You couldn't tell. And I had a bean bag, pleather bean bag. (laughs) Coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. An Oklahoma City man had an unusual house guest in his attic. Uh, after hearing me. noises, uh, it wasn't Steve Harvey. I stayed in my uh, mom We talked in about that at the last break. <laughs> after hearing noises coming from his attic, uh, the man assumed that he had a squirrel or something trapped in, in up in there. You know, when the noises got louder, though, he um, knew that he had to go check it out. He grabbed his rifle, walked into his attic to find a man there. Wow. Uh, the stranger had set up a mattress and okay. was basically living up in this man's attic. The homeowner called the police and held the man at gunpoint until they arrived. The intruder was arrested and charged with burglary. Uh, this would have been totally Steve, different I gotta at ask my you daddy's this. house. Totally oh, different. Oh, no, they didn't let him up. He didn't let him up. Yeah. No, my mm. father only let him fire. No doubt to it. He don't give a damn if you try to pull well, that mattress on top of you. No, my father, if he walk upstairs... And there's a man uh-huh. in our attic trying he's, he's to. Yeah. Yeah. That's no gonna be a different phone asked. call that we make. We making a yeah. different call. That's it. Yeah, he can ease mm-hmm. downstairs mm-hmm. and call. Matter of fact, wow. he ain't got to hold him at gunpoint. All my father when the police come, he up there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm it's just. A, you need I'm a gurney. Saying, how, does, <laughs> how did he not know this man was in his attic though? I mean, could 
Do you think you could do that? I know you have a big house, Steve. Tommy, you have a chateau. Do you think? I'm a You got security, I know. <laughs> it's not even it's not even worth it. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending stories coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, uh, you Uh, must have some sort of crystal ball here because uh, Pete Buttigieg has dropped out of the race for the Democratic presidential nomination. Here we go. Although he scored a narrow victory in Iowa caucuses and came in second in the New Hampshire primary, Buttigieg did poorly in Nevada on February 22nd and this past Saturday in South Carolina, making it highly unlikely that he could get the nomination. Of course, Donald Trump couldn't wait to tweet. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care and even crazier that we all just accept it it's time to face facts health care is backwards luckily there's forward a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward forward never makes you feel like just another patient backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. His opinion on Buttigieg calling it quits. He thinks uh, it's a political move to help Joe Biden take on Bernie Sanders. Uh, The president uh, tweeted, Pete Buttigieg is O-U-T, all caps. Uh, all of this, all of his Super Tuesday votes will go to Sleepy Joe Biden. Great timing. He continues. This is the wow. real beginning of the Dems taking Bernie out of play. No nomination again. Meanwhile, Amy Klobuchar, Steve, is also out. She says she's going to endorse uh, Joe Biden. Billionaire Tom Steyer, as we told you yesterday, also withdrew from the race over the weekend. There you go. Back three. when we were doing our first, all these people talking about running. I've been saying this from day one. I've never waited. Amy finally went on and got out. Pete uh-huh. went on and got out. Now, Donald Trump, now I want y'all to listen to what he's doing. Oh, this is a move to sway votes over to Sleepy Joe because he's afraid and take votes away from Bernie Sanders. He wants to run against Bernie Sanders. Yeah, he does. Because oh, yes, it's he an does. easy he sale he for him because right. a lot of moderate Democrats don't want to be thought of voting for a person that's labeled and proclaimed mm-hmm. socialist. So moderate right. Democrats wouldn't go to the polls to support that and might even go over to him. But mm. if, if for mm-hmm. every person that don't go to the polls, you've cast a vote for Donald Trump. For Donald Trump. That's right. See, that's right. because, listen, everybody knows how important the black vote is. When are we going to understand how important our vote is? We That's have the got right there, to get ourselves Say together. that again, yeah. Steve. That's Say, right. Say that again. Everybody yeah. knows how important our vote is. When are we going to understand the importance of our vote? Everybody values it. They, are, they come to our churches to get it. Mm-hmm. You don't see them at the church mm-hmm. until it's time for this vote. 
Hello. That's how you know. Biden sitting up at a church the day after the primary. The day after Biden sitting. Ain't been to church all year. (laughs) (laughs) Not no black church. They don't come to black churches until it's time to get an election. And then they sit in the pulpit and sway off beat and don't know mm. none of the songs. Be patting their foot. Don't know what them black people sing about. Yeah. <laughs> Just be looking. They like never heard it. Songs. Hey, do you have a hymn book? No, we don't. <laughs> we just know these jams. We Follow wrote along, them. At my church, my church yeah. we have hymnals. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, our last break of the day. And, of course, it's some closing the last from break the one of and the only. day. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, our last break of the day, guys. It's been a good day. It's a great day. Mm-hmm. Come on, Steve. What a day. What a day. Yeah. Are you going to say it again or what? It's the last break of the day. <laughs> I hate when you leave me hanging like that. <laughs> you know, Jay started it in. He's old, and so he forgot how he said it. He forgot. Yeah, he forgot. It's the it's last the break, of break of the, the day. day. What's going, boy? You yeah. I, I had to talk with him. He, he forgot, still- yeah. Good day. All right, Steve. You got some closing remarks. I cannot tell you how this has really been troubling me. That how politics is done. Listen, listen to me. If you've never felt that you were important before, I want you to start thinking of how important you really, really are to the fiber and the outcome of the direction that this country can go in. You have a say-so. But see, we are so quick to point out what we don't have, what we missed out on. You know, if, if, if we as minorities weren't held up, I got all of that. I've suffered just like anybody else trying to turn myself into something. But through prayer and grace and mercy, I was able to accomplish a lot of my dreams. And you can too. But you can't harp on the negative because we are valuable here. We are very, very valuable. If we were not valuable, why do they pursue us so toughly and openly pursue us? We are the lead story on CNN, MSNBC, every story, Bloomberg. We are the lead of every candidate. They mark a way to come and sit in our churches during election time. They come to mention us during election time. They stand us back behind the candidates at all the elections and make sure we got a sign during election time. They come up and they talk about reparations during election time. Oh, they talk about crime and how blacks have been uh, 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 held out of the system, how they want to change the way blacks are handled in the judicial system, in the police system. Oh, they all do this during election time. They talk about, man, how important we are, how many women vote, how to, 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 uh, to, to nurture this vote, how to fertilize, how to cultivate the vote during election time because we are important to their success as a candidate 
in the Democratic Party during election time. But I want to say something to you. Donald Trump needs 12% of the African-American voters. And if he gets 12% of African-American voters, he wins the White House again. That's why they came up with the campaign called Woke. Didn't no white person come up with Woke? This is a black person who works for Donald Trump who says, we're going to call this campaign Woke. That no white person did that. That's a slogan we came up with. Now, look, I'm not knocking you if you vote for Trump. I don't care who you vote for. You have one vote. But you got to be smart with the vote. And you got to use your vote. And you got to make your vote count. But they ain't, Donald Trump ain't talking to us about woke. Donald Trump got one black cabinet member. His name is Ben Carson. He's a neurosurgeon, and he's the head of HUD. Donald Trump don't have a black person in the White House nowhere else. I ain't seen. And remember the black dude that used to be in all the rallies with the uh, Blacks for Trump T-shirt with the ponytail? Oh, when they did their research and they found out who he was, oh, they pulled him out of there. Because if you go to Netflix, he all over that. They found out who they really had been pushing. They went, oh, we, oh my God, he ain't been at a rally since. See, but we are important to them. We have to understand our importance and use it and vote. We can change the course of what's happening here. And they know it. Biden needs us. Bloomberg, look at Bloomberg ads. He done spent five hundred million dollars in damn near every ad he either talking to some blacks or about blacks and blacks is in there i don't care what you do elizabeth warren got something to say all of them got something to say but they gone ain't nobody left in this thing but bernie sanders joe biden and elizabeth warren and bloomberg is still in it and they need you to get the nod to be the presidential candidate in the Democratic Party. Let me tell you what now. Forget woke. We need to wake up and realize the power that we have and be smart and start using your power. Get to the polls and vote. Now, black people should not all vote for one candidate. We're different people. We have different thoughts. I get it. Every black person not going to vote for Joe Biden or, or Bernie Sanders. Some black people going to vote for Trump. Don't get mad at them. They done decided to live their life like that. Let them go ahead. But if you get out and vote, you make the difference. Don't vote. It's a vote for the other side. Those are my closing remarks. Y'all stay awake because they are. All right? Y'all have a great weekend. <laughs> Holla yeah. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Super Tuesday, baby. During election wow. time. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 